For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 264 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hals Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. He's back. If I had the sample pad up, if I thought about it, I'd have hooked it up and done the... A little air horn. Yeah, a little air horn, a little, oh, I like that. You know, a little aggressively toss the salad. Just, you know, I know... I like that. <laughs> I know you... uh our, our moisture farmers have vivid imagination, so just, you know, do a little mental magic yourself and imagine those sweet sample pad sounds in your head. <laughs> so, buddy, it's been a couple of weeks, a couple of big weeks at the Witten household. How you doing? I'm, I mean, all things considered, I'm doing well. A little tired, a little stressed out, a little sweaty. Yep. But uh, yeah, things are good. You know, I'm blessed. I can't. I don't want to talk about how bad they are because they're good. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You Just know. because I'm tired and a little frayed at the edges doesn't mean things are bad. Yeah, and you know, you've been through this once before. I'm sure you remember that it it it's, it smooths out eventually, right? Yeah, yeah. It, there's a point where it smooths out. Like you know, I, I want to say I'm old hat at this baby stuff, but to say that about any baby stuff just means you're. The conky, cocky asshole, so, you know. Well. Because it is never the same. You know, no baby is ever the same. I got to say, uh, there has been an outpouring of congratulations and well wishes from the listeners. And uh, I am eternally grateful and thankful for every all of the well wishers, and thank you so much for all the congratulations. So many that I can't sit here and go through them all single-handedly, but just, you know, pass the message along generally. Lots of people sent their regards, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be stoked to hear you back. This little lady should know that the force is strong with this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, last episode, uh, we opened something that uh, we'll be passing along to you in the mail from our buddy Richard Howard. I sent you a picture of it. Um, yeah, and it is awesome. Yeah, we're getting a little care package together for you guys, and uh, we will include that uh, in there. Um, 
buddy, I got to say, of the two weeks that you could have chosen to take off, you picked the perfect two weeks because ain't oh, shit happened. Oh, it was dead water, huh? <clears throat> Dude, last week was tumbleweeds. Like, you know, Jesse was the who was the guest last week, and it was just basically, um, thankfully, she reached out on Twitter and got some, like, questions and topic suggestions, and then I just told, a, you know, a Hall's patented fucked up story from when I was in the Boy Scouts. I think that's going to be my go-to. Those go -to. are good. I mean, they're just <coughs> so good. I don't know how you can go wrong. This week, or um, I was like, man, you know, for when there's slow Star Wars news weeks, I'll dip, dip into the fucked up Boy Scout stories. So I just took my little podcasting notebook and started writing down, like, um, you know, just titles. So, like, Boy Scout Fight Club was the first one. So I'm, I'm writing them down. So whenever we have a... Um, a slow week i'll go through the list and you can just pick whichever one you want me to tell you about okay <clears throat> so however this week we've actually got some pretty cool stuff to talk about pretty um pretty neat stuff going on we got a little cock duty rumor and speculating uh, uh -huh. from our buddies over at the castle runs castle run transmissions Corey and noah we got a uh, animated special that was announced today. Oh boy. We have some casting for Cassian Andor. So, you know, some cool stuff to talk about. But before we get into that, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. Been hitting the streaming up fairly heavily lately. And uh, some people are, have been coming by and chatting and having a good time. So <clears throat> keep an eye on the Twitch channel or on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I usually post on those two places when I go live. So if you feel by, like uh, stopping by and hanging out and maybe hear me um, scream like I'm on the verge of death because of Dead by Daylight, then uh, feel free to stop by. Dude, you sent me a clip of that. It was hilarious. That was so funny. I've got a couple more since that one. Oh, you would my think, goodness. You would think after a pretty solid few days of putting quite a few hours into that game that my nerves would have calmed. And, in fact, last night we were playing, Jesse and I were playing with uh, Steve and Jeff. And we didn't have long to play, so I didn't bother streaming it. But I was telling them over the headset, like, all right, no scream Wednesday. I'm not going to scream this time. Failed. Didn't work. <laughs> Too jumpy, man. Too damn jumpy. Uh, that game is designed to get that out of you. Elicit that response. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Jeff Ling, who has apparently Arctic ice water running through his veins. But does he have serial killer nerves of steel? He like, he'll run up to the killer and start, start taunting him and shit. Oh, wow. That takes big brass balls. <laughs> um. Also, we have a Patreon where for as little as $3 a month, you can support our goofy little podcast and help us upgrade and uh, keep things sounding and in the future, maybe even looking nice. Um, and uh, we post all kinds of bonus podcasts over there. Um, we got Cooking with Will, which has had a new episode up. We got Jaws, which has had a new episode up. 
Oh No, It's Hall Solo, which I really need to do one. Uh, Blue Harvest Adventures, Masters of Harvest Kasi, Podula Rasa, Steve versus the Prequels, uh, Star Wars Year by Podcast. And I think we're going to be having a game discussion about Ghost of Tsushima going up very soon. I think we'll probably be recording it this weekend and uh, it'll be up shortly after that. So once again, if you're interested, that is patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast and a big old thank you to our patrons. You're the best. Absolutely. <clears throat> so you're listening to it helps make it happen. So, um, buddy, what do you want to dive into first? I'll give you three options. We got some cock duty speculating. We've got a new animated special announced. And we've got Cassian, Cassian Andor casting news. Let's do the Cassian and then the animated and we can we can wrap it up with some speculatory okay. nonsense. Okay. Uh, so, uh, according to, I believe Deadline was the first... Uh, place to break it uh, an actress by the name of Audria Arjona Audria Arjona has been cast in the Cassian Andor series for Disney Plus um, she has quite a few things to her credit she was in the second Pacific Rim movie she was in um, uh, shit I looked up all her. I haven't seen the second Pacific Rim movie yet. Dude, I maybe got about halfway through it and just sort of lost interest, which is a shame because I really liked that first one. And apparently she's in Morbius. Yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah. Whew. Maybe not the brightest star in her uh, filmography. Yes. Morbius. Um. The end is nine. Oh, good omens. Good that's omens. That's with, uh, oh god, I'm blanking on the names. I know David Tennant is the devil in that or something or a demon. Yeah, it's uh, Amazon Prime original, right? There you go. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these movies I haven't seen. I've yeah. seen Six Underground. That's on Netflix, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my experience looking through. It was you know a lot of stuff I wasn't familiar with. Um. You know, the main cast, uh, main cast, main uh, takeaway from this is positive movement on the Cassian series. Right. Things are actually happening. She's yes. beautiful. Um, uh, the thing is, you know, we haven't heard much about the Cassian series now. You know, over the past five months, that's been pretty fucking understandable, right? With everything yeah, going on. of course. But before that, it was even, you know light on the information you know I, I think you know back in march or april we talked about how one of the guys in the street creature shop maybe even neil scanlon said that they were about six weeks away from starting filming on cassian when they had mm -hmm. to shut production down because of uh coronavirus right but if they're casting if they're in the process of casting whatever roles they have left I mean, something's going on. <clears throat> that definitely means something is going on. And that that's good to hear. 
positive forward momentum. Um, so, you know, I guess as soon as they are in the clear to start shooting, I think some things have started production again. Like, I believe The Matrix 4 is shooting again. I believe Avatar 2 is shooting again. Um, so, you know, once they get the go-ahead, it sounds like it's going to be full steam ahead on that series. And yeah. then you have to imagine Obi-Wan will be starting up probably pretty shortly after the conclusion of that production. <clears throat> That'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um I mean, this just, is going to be a great show, I feel like. Yeah, man, and, and you know, it right now, that's the thing. Right now it's sort of easy to sit here as a Star Wars fan and and feel like, well, there's not much going on, you know. Even it's it's hard to imagine that even without a fucking global pandemic that things would be different just giving right. the the sort of lull we are in between Star Wars releases and whatnot. But on the other hand, had they not had to cancel celebration at the end of this month, we probably would have been in for a whole lot more news at that point. And then, you know, yeah. there's always the possibility that we'll get some of that towards the end of this month. You know, <clears throat> at this point, it seems fairly likely and fairly confirmed that we're going to be getting the trailer for Mandalorian season two sometime this month. So that'll be Ooh, cool. That's going to get me goosebumps and uh, pleasant things to look forward to. Mm -hmm. That is, um, that is something really nice to look forward to. Can't wait for that. Apparently we have a Lego star Wars holiday special in debut for November. Well, talk about a segue. Cause that's what the next thing on the list was hot diggity dog. Yeah. It came out today that on November 17th on Disney plus, they're going to be debuting the Lego star Wars holiday special. Or Star Wars Lego Holiday Special. However you, however it's fucking titled. Um, <clears throat> and um, I gotta be honest. The Lego Star Wars animated stuff, not really my bag. You know? It, you know, it's not really mine either. But some of the original, like the <laughs> Lego Star Wars games were legitimately funny. Mm. Like they were humorous. So I feel like... You now, know, that's the, the Lego people are good for a humorous take on something. That's the thing. I love the Lego Star Wars games. I'm really looking forward to the new one this year. It's nothing against the games, just the shows. Like, I think they did one called Droids Tales or Droid Tales. They did one called the Freemaker Adventures, which I tried to get into, which I should probably give a second shot. Just never really did it for me. This, however... I think I could get into this. I think, and I'm feeling pretty psyched about this. Granted, if we were in, you know, the throes of November and December last year, where we're getting boom, The Mandalorian, boom, Jedi Fallen Order, boom, uh, Episode Nine, maybe it wouldn't be on my radar as much. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but the idea of a new Star Wars holiday special, even if it is in Lego form. Uh, sounds pretty cool to me. 
And I was reading an article on USA Today about it um, where they were basically saying they're, in some ways, they are like paying homage to the original uh, holiday special. Okay. That's cool. And um, I mean, if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it, I would think. Yeah. And they said that, um, you know, they gave a basic synopsis of the story and it, I guess takes place post episode nine and uh, it's Ray going out with BB eight sort of searching the galaxy to obtain a deeper under understanding of the force. And she explores an ancient Jedi temple and through some form of shenanigans gets thrown through time. So it's going to be sort of like a time travel Maybe even like a bit of a Christmas Carol-esque type yeah. story. Well, that's the perfect time because everybody's alive. Yeah. Right after episode nine, you know, nobody's, none of the big heroes are dead yet. Well, you know, our Han, Luke, and Leia are. Oh, well, Han's dead, I guess, after nine. And Luke and Leia. Oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm You're thinking about seven. the wrong number. I'm thinking seven. I'm thinking <laughs> in my mind you said seven, but you said nine. You're right. Everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So I guess this is how she's going to be able to hang out with them is through the past, the time travel. Yeah, and the thing to keep in mind about this is it's, you know, I know even using this term, like, rub some people the wrong way. This isn't canon. This is just a fun, goofy, Lego Star Wars holiday special. So you don't have to sit down and watch it and, and even worry about, oh, what greater repercussions does this have on Star Wars as a whole? No, like, you just sit down and watch it and try to have a good time with it. Like, it's not that serious, you know? Right. Like, even with Freemaker Adventures, I think the creators of that described it as, quote-unquote, canon-adjacent. So, like, mm-hmm. even that wasn't really canon, I guess. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I just... Dude, I'm down. I'm down to check out something like that. And this might be a bad comparison, but, you know, like there are kids versions of the Marvel stories that aren't, you know, that's not canon, but like it's kind of just simplified for kids. Like, and that's not a kitty thing. Well, I mean, I guess kind of with Lego it will be. I mean, it's the introduction, the deduction of that element, the toy element, but. Yeah, it'll definitely. toys you can sell. I mean, I think it'll be funny. Like, I think it'll be. A, a what if take if you want to look at it like that exactly but like yeah and, and uh speaking you know i was um borrowed universe i was on disney plus yesterday because they put up like i guess towards the end of last year they did like a galaxy's edge tv special that i never i missed somehow and it's just um it's like neil patrick harris and um keegan michael key and sarah highland and some other folks and it's super scripted and a little hokey at parts but it does give you sort of like a nice look at the park and all the different things and like who knows at this point when i'm going to get a chance to go there right so figured it'd be a neat watch but while i was on there i noticed they had all of those Marvel cartoons that you're talking about. And like, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a Marvel animated series, probably ultimate Spider-Man when they did mm-hmm. that. 
and it makes me want to go back and check out some of them and see how they are because there's like a Guardians of the Galaxy one. Um, there's like a Big Hero 6 animated series that I guess continues on from the movie. Like yeah, takes it place does. After it and stuff. So I think I'm going to give those a shot sometime. I think you should. Um, I know I, I watch some of the DC and animated Marvel stuff as it comes across my path. And, you know, I have the availability, which is not often these days. But I did get a chance to watch Planet Hulk. Um, and that is awesome. Like the Planet Hulk storyline. Really cool. Yeah. I don't. Do they do those? You know, like DC has done their straight to video animated movies for a while. And yeah. Marvel was doing them as well, too. They did like an Iron Man one, Planet Hulk, Doctor Strange, and a bunch of other ones, I feel like. I don't think they do those anymore. DC is not? still doing them. Um, I want to check out... <clears throat> there's a couple of things I actually want to check out as far as DC goes. I want to te- check out Doom Patrol, which I yeah. hear is crazy and like pretty good. I hear the the end of the second season's a little wild. And uh I've also heard some really good things about the Harley Quinn animated show nice. that's out now. So I might check those out. It's, I keep saying like, "Oh, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to check this out." And then I just end up watching Funhouse videos on YouTube all day <laughs> while I work. Oh my goodness. Or watching Star Wars for the 300th time, you know. Fave Nash. Oh, those are H3 videos. H3 videos. Funhouse is like video game related videos. I see. Um, but yeah. In the back in the day, there's all kind of videos we used to watch on YouTube. Oh man, I still bust out some of the classics like the Shreds videos. The Angry Video Nerd. Angry Video Game Nerd. Yeah. yeah I still check him out from uh, time to time. Dude. That dude's an old school YouTuber from yeah, like the beginning of YouTube. <clears throat> All right. We've been around that long. Yeah, for real. Um, so. Uh, Cassidy Andor animated show, Star Wars Holiday Animated. Yep. Now, Cock of Duty speculating. This is what I, this is when I saved it for last. Do you know yep. that, right? Oh, yeah. Our buddies over at the Kessel Runs Transmissions. Kessel Run Transmissions. Uh, Corey and Noah. They have been doing some fucking scoopity scoop reporting lately, man. Like, you know, they reported on the Bad Batch before it was announced. And that came to be. Right. Um, oh, actually, I think you missed the week that they broke the news that they're hearing that Tarkin is going to make some sort of appearance in the Cassie and Andor show. Interesting. Um, now, this week, they busted out a couple of things that are uh, very interesting. So, I don't know if you remember, I think it was towards the end of last year, maybe even in the lead up to the first season of The Mandalorian, but Kathleen Kennedy said something to the effect of, um, you know, they're really happy with the Mandalorian and they're looking at ways to spin off shows from the Mandalorian into their own thing. Right. Right. Well, the Kessel run transmission guys have reported that two of those spinoff shows 
or something that they've been hearing about. Do you want to know what two characters these spinoff shows uh, potentially revolve around? I would love to know. Ahsoka Tano. Oh, my goodness. And a Boba Fett. Oh, my goodness. Those are obvious. Like, those are the... Those are the ones you should be looking at. Dude, Boba Fett show. Dude, Boba Fett show. What's interesting is if this all pans out, and, you know, given the current climate of things and the way things go, I am, as usual, staying cautiously optimistic. But if this pans out, you will have mine and Jesse's two favorite characters, like Jesse's favorite character and my favorite character, getting their own live-action Star Wars spinoff shows. It's a big. That will be a big deal. That's a big deal in the McGarrity-Burkhardt household right there. <coughs> um, it's like a laser aimed right at your household. Mm-hmm. Household's heart. Now, um, you know, you know, as do our good moisture farmers here that I have been pining away for a Boba Fett movie since October of 2012 when Disney bought the franchise and you're determined not to get your hopes up yeah and well I'm now I'm determined because I got my hopes so so up originally you know I remember you and the two of us having conversations and being like oh man they're going to do a sequel trilogy and spin-off movies, character-focused movies. I remember telling you they're going to do Boba Fett. In fact, he'll probably be the first one. Yeah. And here we are. You're like, who else is more popular? Here we are, eight years later. <laughs> and a random Mandalorian show, Deep. Which, by the way, if that's all I got, you wouldn't hear me complaining. Because right. it's excellent. But I say random. I mean, he's yeah. an established character now. I don't right, mean that right. in the bad way. No, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, I just and I guess it does make sense because if the rumors pan out as they have, you know, been talked about this year specifically, we're going to be seeing both Ahsoka and Boba Fett, and I guess Cobb Vanth in season two of The Mandalorian. Uh, which, you know, it's only a couple of months away at this point. Whew. Um, so it does kind of make sense that they would introduce them, you know, in an episode in this upcoming season, and then take that and make it, a, it, it, make it its own thing. And, uh, dude, I just hope those both pan out. Because I'm real excited about the prospect of both of them. So am I. Seeing (laughs) old school Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. Or even young Boba Fett. You know, you can do whatever. I mean, a Boba Fett show. And an Ahsoka show. That would be sick. Yeah, the thing about the Boba Fett show is... I just wonder... Um... I just really wonder, like... It's going to change Boba Fett's canon forever. Yeah. If there's some nervousness there. Well, I just wonder... So, if Boba Fett 
does show up, if actual Boba Fett shows up and not just Cobb Vanth in Mandalorian Season 2, I wonder, if you do a spinoff series, how do you make it different than The Mandalorian? Because we already have a guy in the kick-ass Mandalorian armor doing bounty hunting. Well, we have him reformed. Right. I mean, you get to see how he is before he basically... You know, has you know, starts a family of two. You know, th- you know, you see. I don't know how they're going to go with the story, but they may clean him up to be more of a hero and less of a bounty hunter. Yeah. I mean, if you want to see some more of the bounty hunter shenanigans, you got that's what you got Boba Fett for. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I just wonder if it's going to be. I don't know the redundant in some way. I mean. I I, I know what you mean. Like, is it too much Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah. And and for me, it's not. But then you got to wonder, like, well, I don't know. I think they're looking at themselves like, how how are we telling Din Djarin's story already? And we haven't even told Boba Fett's story when there's so much empty space to fill and story to tell. Right. I mean, you could sit on it for a couple of years, but, you know, you want to strike while the iron is hot, especially with the Star Wars property that you really need to get some legs on. Yeah, and and I wonder, like, so if I were to just show my dad a picture of Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, he'd probably be like, oh, that's Boba Fett, right? So, like, to the general audience is having... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like having... I think Star Wars has moved on from trying to rope in people your dad's age. I don't know, man. I feel like The Mandalorian did a good job of getting... Did your dad watch The Mandalorian? Probably not, but only because he doesn't (laughs) know what Disney Plus is. I think he'd be into it. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't even know what Disney Plus is. Now, maybe that's the purpose of bringing him into The Mandalorian Season 2. Because then you can establish these are two different guys. And now this guy, who wears similar armor, but it's green, and it's all beat up, he's going to be in his own show. So yeah. I don't know, man. And I mean, the thing is, you've already shown that there are lots of Mandalorians. You know, mm-hmm. his whole mm-hmm. covert. Um, so I think now that you know that they're out there, there's no point in not having a show with another one in him. You know, that it's not like, you know, Boba Fett's going to be if Boba Fett is hated by the Mandalorian, he's not going to be the all Boba Fett show. Then there's going to be he might be the only Mandalorian in the show. You, you raise some good points with that. Like that is a very good. Um, You got some good points. So, I mean, I, I just been hurt before, Will, and I'm too afraid to get too excited. So like I try to look at it from every angle. I know. I know that. Set myself up to fall. Now, do you want to know what my inside nightmare is? What keeps me up at night? Not really, but figuratively keeps me up at night is that, you know, when you're dealing in the realm of people getting insider information, sometimes wires get crossed, right? So, like, much like how my dad might see... Uh, a picture of Din Djarin and be like, oh, that's Boba Fett. Someone who is working on the show might see, you know, Boba Fett's armor and be like, oh, they're doing a Boba Fett show. When in reality, it's a Cobb Vanth show. Cobb Vanth. Or it's a a walk-on cameo in 
the Mandalorian or something. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think the fact that they've specified as a show means it's more than that, you know? Right. Like they wouldn't go that far. Yeah, that's a little that. harder to get the wires crossed on. So <clears throat> I just, um, I hope it's the actual character Boba Fett. As do I. But I guess we'll see, you know. I would love to, um, I would love to be. It's the old Timothy Oliphant gunslinging down the road. No. Across the universe. Nope. I would not like that. <laughs> no, sir. I don't like it. He's an experienced gunfighter on TV. So. Um, Isn't he a gunslinger in Deadwood? Uh, I believe so. That would be Such a Such an unfortunate name for a show, Deadwood. Yeah. Story of Just my life. Kind of depressing. <laughs> Story of my life. Mm. They call me old. Deadwood Dick. <laughs> Burkhart. Burkhart. Deadwood Dick Burkhart. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um oh weird. I threw you off. No. What threw me off is our buddy Noah is tweeting John Favreau and Dave Filoni are doing a QA QA and quote-unquote mysterious screening tonight. Wouldn't get my hopes up, but something may drop. And then he's got, like, a picture of a big old screen being set up outside somewhere. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man, and that would like be neat to be there. Ago. So I wonder if they're going to screen the trailer? And uh, Is there some sort of event? Well... So another thing that you weren't here for, and this seems like this might be what it's related to, is uh, Mandalorian got nominated for 15 Emmys. Oh, wow. Including Best Drama. So the screen that he posted, it says Star Wars The Mandalorian, 15 Emmy Award nominations, including Outstanding Drama. So it seems like it's in relation to that, but I guess that doesn't preclude it from them debuting a trailer or maybe some footage from season two right that would be awesome yeah it would um that'd be crazy if it happens while we're uh <clears throat> we're recording here dude i hope we could live, live coming at you live from the imagine, Blue harvest studios imagine like before we end this episode actual starwars.com confirmation of the Boba Fett show happens or or the Mandalorian season 2 trailer oh my god if we could react to the Mandalorian season 2 trailer immediately In and then time. and then post that shit immediately that'd be the first time that's happened for us it would be well let's keep our fingers crossed cuz uh, we're about to hear from some moisture farmers uh, so we'll we'll transition over to the Kia D song, and when we come back, we'll hear from some of our good friends, and then we'll see what happens. Waiting for these, uh, waiting for this information to come on. Yeah, for real. So come we'll on be, down to us. <laughs> we'll be right back. Kia D, Kia D, Kia D, Cockhead, the only Jedi master who can. 
Chicken Crash Box Kitty Cockhead Running around slaying bitches with his cockhead He's a big Surian stud He loves to split chicks with his bud Kitty Cockhead To stroke his cone and suck on his balls Kitty Cockhead What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge But he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow Cockhead All right, so we don't have a King Tom voicemail this uh, evening. He hit me up and said, he had uh, a busy day and wasn't able, able to record us a voicemail. So I figured, why don't we get not King Tom, Tom Sutton, on the line. He just happened to send in a voicemail, so it worked out. Oh, nice. He said, <clears throat> hi, Halls and Will, just a quick voicemail. Also, I finally got my hands on J.W. Rinsler's making of Return of the Jedi, and there was a picture that caught my eye. And it's a picture of two Ewoks. I've seen this picture before. Mm-hmm. And they're holding the clapper board. I'm going to send it to you. From Return of the Jedi. But it says Blue Harvest on it. It's got the code name written on it. Yeah. Um, that is one of my ultimate collectibles right there. Oh, man. That's cool. That is super cool. I'd be loving to have that clapper board. Really any of that blue harvest stuff that they produced for the crew but that shit is expensive i saw a blue harvest hat a crew hat oh go for like six thousand dollars at auction that's a lot of money dear lord yeah and and what i know is they made patches hats and windbreakers now that windbreaker that's the ticket right there oh if it's still holding up Well, the ones I've seen on auction, you do like the patches you see in different stages of condition, the hats. I've only seen a couple of the windbreakers, but they looked like they were in decent condition. Okay. All right. Let's hear from our buddy, Tom Sutton. Hey, Hoss and Will. This is Tom in Sweden. Just uh, calling to say hi. And um, I had a bit of a question. So um, we've lived with episode two and the Clone Wars TV series for a pretty long time now. But um, we had pretty much two decades between uh, the release of um, Episode 4 and Episode 2. And, uh, of course, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi mentions the Clone Wars in Episode 4. And then we had that fat 20-year gap to kind of um, imagine or wonder what the Clone Wars was. So uh, my question for you is, uh, before Episode 2 and the Clone Wars came out and... um, we saw that uh, how the Clone Wars were. Um, how did you guys imagine them to be? Um, I'm not the the type who you know would have who kind of maps out detailed versions of stuff in my head, but I at least had this kind of, a, a kind of um, a general mental image of what I thought that might have been. So I was just I wanted you guys to kind of cast your minds back before Episode Two came out. 
and uh, how did you guys uh, feel or imagine the Clone Wars to be before you saw episode two? All right, thanks again. You guys are amazing. You uh, you make Star Wars fandom great. All right, this is Not King Tom signing off. I I remember ex. Oh my god. Too jumpy. I remember. Oh my god, he's doing it again. Um, I remember exactly what I thought the Clone Wars were when I was a kid. Oh, tell me. I thought the Clone Wars were going to be the bad guys stealing Jedi DNA and cloning evil versions of Jedi to fight the Jedi. So I thought it was going to be like. You see what I'm saying? Like Obi-Wan versus an evil Obi-Wan. Mm, and wow. But like armies of Jedi versus evil Jedi that were cloned. Now we're talking when I was a very young kid. <clears throat> and we're also talking something I'm glad they didn't go with. But that was my general sort of uh, idea of what the Clone Wars were. Uh, do you remember thinking... Like, I do. I thought the Clone Wars were like where, you know, the the armies of the galaxy would have different factions of clones like this planet, you know, this confederation's clones and this there. And it would be clones versus clones. Like I thought that's what the clone were like. And then after the Clone Wars, I would assume that cloning was made illegal you know, after this great calamity where people were using clone armies to ravage the galaxy, it would have been made illegal. <clears throat> so I thought the clones were like super awesome, super human, like universal soldier, uh, like uh, a master chief, you know, mm -hmm. like I thought the clones would be superhuman and that you'd be fighting with these super soldiers basically. As like a regular soldier guy, you'd be, you know, if they were on your team, you'd be like, oh, shit, you know, the clones are here. They're superhuman, super soldiers. You know, uh, closer to what we actually got, not, you know, on the, the mark, but also a way better, like it, of the two. If I had to choose which one for them to go with, it would have been yours <laughs> over mine. Well, mine's too close to other stuff, you know. Well, you know. It, what's interesting is it seems like in both of our heads as kids, the clones were sort of the bad guys. Yeah. And that was, I think, the bigger surprise to me once we started seeing what they were all about was that, you no, know, the clones, at least initially, you know, until, until Order 66 were on the side of the good guys. They were on the mm. Republic side. Right. I did not realize it would be clones versus droids. No, I didn't realize no. the other army would be a droid army. Like mm -mm. I, I thought it would be clones versus clones, you know? Yeah. That was one of those things that just droid armies never entered my mind. As not a kid. my mind once, not once. And if I was a kid and you told me, Hey, it's going to be clones versus a droid army. When I was a kid, I would imagine terminators. It would have been like, yeah. oh, it's going to be clones versus Terminators. That's what I would have imagined as a drone, a, a droid army. Right. Um, it, that reminds me, I think we've had someone write in about it fairly recently. The, 
the theory that was going around in the sort of nascent days of the internet that I even remember reading was that OB1 was a clone of Ben Kenobi. And oh it was my goodness. old Ben 1, like to designate that he was a clone. And I remember reading that theory and being like, oh man, are they going to do that? Of course they didn't, but I don't remember oh, that being what a theory. If- what if, oh my goodness, um, if that's where Obi-Wan's name had come from, like if he was clone number one, like if you saw, like it was just this big, great reveal, like at the in at the end of the third movie, you know, that you see on the screen, you know, most wanted clone Obi-Wan and there's like a young Obi-Wan. Man, if they had, if that had, I, I wonder, because it's hard to say now that we know what the actual story is, but I wonder what not just my reaction would have been, but what the general reaction in Star Wars fandom would have been to find out that the Obi-Wan Kenobi that we met in the original trilogy was actually a clone from a guy in the prequel trilogy. I wonder what that would have done. That would have blown my mind. Yeah. That would have been like a M. Night Shyamalan twist right there. What right. a twist. Okay. Uh, next up, we have a voicemail from Carlo. Hey, Hawes, and whoever may be guest hosting. Uh, I think it was before the Mandalorian series even began uh, that I last messaged you. Gotta say, I love the series. Uh, can't wait for season two. Also love The Rise of Skywalker, even with its strange story choices. Uh, but anyway, today, the reason I'm messaging you is just to ask you a question that's a little off topic for Star Wars. Uh, so I was browsing the uh, Peacock app, <laughs> stupid name, but uh, <laughs> it's the NBC streaming service. And uh, I had seen that a show called The Brave New World was on there with uh, uh, Solo's very own uh, Alden Ehrenreich stars in the show. But I also noticed that uh, there's a show on there that you all have talked about from time to time on, on the podcast called Battlestar Galactica. Uh, now, uh, this one in particular is, uh, since I'm figuring there's been various iterations of the show, but this one in particular on that streaming service begins with the Battlestar Galactica crew and all the other ships um, on something of a space chase, uh, reminiscent of what happened in uh, The Last Jedi, uh, where they're out trying to outrun the Cylons uh, every 33 minutes they make a jump uh, to faster than light speed Uh, and so I was wondering when that series starts it starts with previously on Battlestar Galactica and did I miss a series that came before that that led up to that one or is that their version of Star Wars's opening crawl Um, just really curious Uh, the show is cool but I feel like i maybe miss something that I should have watched before this. Uh, so if I need to see something else before I continue, please let me know. Um, I have no idea about Battlestar Galactica, but I really like the series so far. Um, so if there's something I need to watch, let me know. However, there is a couple of things about the rise of Skywalker that I'd like to bring up. Uh, firstly, I found it really strange, but I watched it on both Blu-ray and uh, Disney Plus, and neither of them seemed to have Harrison Ford listed in the credits. And at first I thought maybe, well, I missed it, clearly. I must have missed it. And I 
backed it up, watched it another time and another time, double-checked, triple-checked, and neither of them list him in the credits. What do you make of that? And then there's a couple of things about The Rise of Skywalker that I wish just had been a little bit more prominent in the movie. Uh, specifically two lines. Uh, one uh, where just after Poe Dameron says his much maligned, somehow Palpatine has returned line. Uh, Beaumont goes on to explain the Sith, magic, cloning, uh, secrets only the Sith would know. Uh, but then Ray runs off to go look into her Jedi texts. And in the background, you only vaguely hear it, but you specifically do see it in the subtitles. Beaumont is stating in the subtitles that Palpatine always had an obsession with cheating death. And then there's another really cool line delivered by C-3PO just as the crew are in the cave and the snake appears. At this point, he had already read the dagger, but couldn't translate it for them. And kind of in the commotion of the whole crew just being scared that the snake was appearing behind C-3PO, C-3PO says... I am mechanically un- incapable of translating Sith. I believe the rule was passed by the Senate of the Old Republic, which I would think is really cool if that's something that Palpatine put in place while he was a senator so that droids would not be able to translate Sith, which would help the Sith continue to operate within the shadows. Uh, I think that's just a really neat addition wish it had gotten just a little bit more prominence um, rather than being stuck in right as there was danger going on music was swelling and uh, this whole panic uh, because the the line tends to get a little lost Um, but I thought it was neat and I thought I'd bring it up well that's it for me Will congratulations on the new baby uh, and may the force of others be with you alrighty so oh I'm going to do that every time tonight, I guess. Um, so the Battlestar Galactica thing, I'm going to be... Beats Bears Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you, buddy. I'm not that well-versed. I used to watch the original Battlestar Galactica when I was a kid with my dad. And then I watched the reboot that they did on sci-fi channel but i never got like fully engrossed in it i enjoyed it it's not like i was like this show is dumb but it just and i think i've seen all of that i couldn't honestly tell you if i have or not it's something that i've once again kind of considered going back to so i think the key would be to figure out what you're watching the original series or the reboot and I think the original series had like a mini series that followed it up or something. Um, but I'm not 100% sure about that even. Um, but I'm glad to hear you're, you're enjoying it regardless. Um, I am not super familiar. I mean, I, yeah, most of my Battlestar Galactica watching came from the old 70s or 80s. Yeah. Show. So they did. And like I saw the new one, but I didn't realize it started with previously on. But that, I mean, I don't know if that was just like something they started or I'm not sure there was. I mean, because the reboot can't pick up where the old one left off, can it? No, I think it's a. 
a whole new thing. Like a retelling. Yeah, or a complete reimagination. Cause, imagine, because they did Battlestar Galactica, then they did Galactica 1980, and then in 2003 they started doing Battlestar Galactica. Um, but yeah, if any of our listeners can help us uh, straighten that out for our buddy, you know, give us an assist on that so we can get them on the right track. I feel like it's one of those things that I wanted to watch. Like, I should be caught up on Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, of all the sci-fi and fantasy obsessions I had, that just wasn't one that stuck at the time. Yeah, there's so many, like, sci-fi shows that I would like to go back. Um, Deep Space Nine. I, I've that really, was really good really been meaning to go back and rewatch deep space nine because that's something i only saw when it originally aired with my dad and i remember really liking it like it was probably my favorite of the star trek series yeah um, so that's one i would love to go back and rewatch farscape yeah like i'd really I just like couldn't to stick with that one i watched a lot in the beginning um i'd like to see that i'd like to see <clears throat> there's a few um and Battlestar is on there now as far as c3po's line about the dagger like the whole sith language being it being made illegal to translate it by the senate of the old republic i assumed that was referring to the old republic previous to the prequels like old republic so okay so that was always a law that you're not allowed droids aren't allowed to translate sith yeah you know like i the thing is is i don't really know what of the old republic stuff is considered canon if anything but like to me that seems like it would be passed down post war between the Jedi and Sith and previ you know, like before the rule of two, when there was way more than one Sith, right? Right. Or, or two Sith rather. Um, and cause it seems like when they're referring to the Republic from the prequel era, they just call it the Republic. Right. And That's then true. they use specifically the term, the old Republic for before that era. What it sounds like is that I need to go watch this movie with uh, subtitles turned on. Yeah, because I, I knew the C-3PO line, and I've always thought it was cool as well. But I did not realize that uh, Charlie from Lost had that line about Palpatine being obsessed with cheating death. That was something I wasn't uh, familiar with. So Yeah, that's right. I'll also have to to jump on the subtitles as well. That's interesting. Absolutely. All right, let's see who's up next. Next up's our buddy GM. Let's hear what he has to say. What's going on, Hawes? How you doing this evening? And how are you, guest? I don't think Will's back quite yet. Uh, You're wrong. Hey, you know they've got uh, diaper Make accounts them. on Amazon where we could maybe throw some money on uh, uh, Amazon account that you create and. Whenever Will needs uh, diapers, he can dip into it, and they send him whatever size he needs, and he can change the sizes as the baby grows, and you can even put wipes and stuff in there. If we wanted to do that, that'd be really neat if uh, that was available. So I have some 
percentage questions. What are the chances that you think this stuff is going to happen? Uh, all about Mandalorian season two. So uh, here I go. I'm going to start. Let's see. Do we find out the child's real name this season? I'm going to pause in between these because I'll forget. Okay. I'll hit a pothole and forget before the voicemail's over. Percentage that you think will will learn Baby Yoda's name this season? 100%. Okay. I was going to go more like 50%, but, you know, as much of a chance. I think of, his name's coming this next season. I just really What do. you think his name's going to be? Oh, I'm, I would never dare. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. All right, here we go. Here we go with Jim's percentage questions. All right, the percent chance that Ahsoka is in more than one episode. Oh. Zero percent. 50-50. You, you say 50. I say zero because of the whole possibility of her getting her own spinoff. It seems like you bring her in for one really cool episode and then use that as the jumping off point for her series yeah that would be cool i'm thinking like you bring her in once for the introductory episode and then on the very last episode when the shit's going down yeah she shows up to help out yeah i can see that too it just seems like in the first season of the mandalorian specifically it was a lot of one episode appearances for some characters unless they were <coughs> Excuse me. You know, well, I guess this, this is redundant, but unless they were reoccurring characters that were a little more involved in the story, like yeah. Grief, um, Queel, IG-11, it seems like, for the most part, they would bring characters in for one episode. You know, the whole crew, uh, like with Bill Burr and stuff, um, Amy Sedaris, Toro Kulikern, um <laughs> Uh, uh, Ming Na Wen's character, Fennec Shand, um, the you know that whole village, the Seven Samurai, uh, homage episode. So I guess we'll see if that changes this uh, season. I'm sure we will. Okay, how about an original saga character appearance? Original saga appearance, character appearance. Man, I don't think so. Yeah. I think 0%. I think 0% too. I don't think it's out of the realm of possible. Well, no, 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 no. Boba Fett. Oh, okay. All right. 100%. 75, 80. What is the percent that you think Cobb Vance is going to show up? Probably 100%. Probably 100%. What do you think the chances Boba Fett shows up? Mm, 50-50. I'm going to go 50. Just because I keeping them expectations low out my heart says a hundred my brain says zero no 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 i don't know i'm i'm 
being torn apart inside. Why do you do this to me? What are the chances that Din and Boba team up and they become boys? Oh, that's what I want. Uh, I'm gonna who? Who did he say? Din and Boba. Din Jarin and, and Boba. Boba. Oh, yeah. Oh, the team up. Oh, that's what I want. Sixty uh, percent is what I'll say. I'm gonna say forty-two percent. What are the chances that Boba Fett dies for real? Oh, why would you do this to me, Jim? Oh, I just, you know, you know, you understand, you know, the concept of manifesting something. I do. I'm going to manifest zero percent. Zero percent. Mine's much higher than that. What, five or six percent? No, it's like way up there. What is it? If they bring back old Boba Fett, do you think that something Tim like... Mr. Timor Morrison's going to do a lot. Well, see, this is the thing. Like, I think Timor Morrison is fully physically capable of being Boba Fett. Of but, course I do. I, that's not what I mean. But I think the the more likely thing is that, and this is not m- unlike what they did in the first season of The Mandalorian, I think he'll be in the suit when he needs to be, like if the helmet's going to come off. But otherwise, he's just going to be doing the voice. So and and if there's gonna be a Boba Fett okay, spinoff, well, I'm operating on the assumption that the Cobb Vant has the armor, right? But Boba's gonna take that case, back from him. Oh, oh, okay, I remember. I see. I figured you would sunset the Timor Morrison Boba Fett and pass the mantle to Cobb Vant. Oh, I don't like that one bit. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that one bit. Well, Witten, why would you do uh, this to me? That's just kind of what I. If you're gonna have Boba in there. Might as well actually kill Boba Fett off, and now you can get to the business of making stories with your new Boba Fett in his acid-edged armor. Oh, you're hurting me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. But to me, that's cool that we will have gotten a Tamora Morrison Boba Fett than never at all. Yeah. Old, Old man Fett. Chances Boba Fett shows up. What are the chances that Din and Boba team up and they become boys? What are the chances that Boba Fett dies for real? And my last question is that while Boba Fett's dying, uh, he's like, really close with Din and he's like hey man uh, take my colors they look so cool on your new new shit take my colors bro <sighs> alright well you guys have an excellent evening uh, ignite the green sorry about my ridiculous questions uh, so I think Din's brushed metal like all metal look is very cool looking but i'm i also kind of want to see him like choose his colors at some point a because i think it would look cool 
I don't want him to do Boba Fett's color scheme. I want him to do something of his own. No. And on the other hand, if he changes the color of his armor, you know what that means, Will? Uh, and new toys, a cha-ching. That's true. <laughs> I don't think I he'll. I don't think they'll change it. I think they'll keep it. Yeah, I mean, you know that the, polished metal. It's that's always the the chance that they could do that, but they did change his armor in the first season, and we saw a lot of other Mandalorians, and they all seem to have chosen sort of a color scheme to their armor. You know, right. So, you know, I guess it just depends. I would love to see him choose a color scheme, and I hope it's something cool. Like, I I can't say, like, off the top of my head what I want it to be, because immediately I go to Pope Fett's colors. Yeah, right. But. <clears throat> I would be something black and red, or, I don't know, white and red. White and blue, that would be cool. White would be interesting because besides... Uh, the Imperial Mandalorians we saw in Rebels, and like of course like the concept art of Boba Fett, like the original prototype version of Boba Fett, we yeah. haven't really seen like a Mandalorian decked out in white, so that could be kind of cool. Um, Plus, it would get super grimy over time. Yeah, yeah, and over fights and stuff. All right, which I think would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. It's kind of like the Falcon going from brand new to getting all dinged up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from like the Lando version to the Han version. Right. Don't kill my boy Bopa just for a little while. <laughs> Please don't replace him with Cobb Vanth. I'd be so damn bummed, but I'd get over it, I'm sure. Maybe not. <clears throat> All right, we got one email. Don't kill my boy. Huh? Nothing you were just saying, don't kill my boy. <laughs> yeah, don't kill my boy. Uh, I hit a pothole. Hard, a deep one. A damn mm. sinkhole. And it was deep. Yeah. Oh, we got one more email. We got an email, and then we'll be done. This is from Sizzle Dizzle. Sizzly Dizzly. Hey, Blue Harvest fam. Long time, first time. I wrote a few times to Rogue One, though. Shout out to Mikey $20 Paps and Johnny Duke of Eureka Grasso. I've had this question rattling around in my mind, Grape, since listening to the New York Times podcast. <laughs> like the host, I've been reverting to childhood joys to make it through quarantine, including our polka prophet Weird Al Yankovic. I'm sure we've all heard the saga begins about 12 million times now, and some are yearning for another banger. Now let me paint a picture for you. Looking for inspiration, someone in Weird Al's camp stumbles across your pod. Kia D. Fuck yeah fills their ear holes and they realize they've struck gold. Although Steve D originally wrote and performed the tune, the rep reaches out to you for a sequel trilogy parody pitch. You can suggest a trio of songs, one for each movie, or one song for the entire series. What do you do? Bonus points for some lyrics. Thanks for all the great content, and keep me, keeping me 
tethered to this hellscape. Um, for a world without COVID denialism, sizzle dizzle. <laughs> okay. Um, this ooh, is hard. This is hard because I'm not the lyrical genius behind Kia D. Fuck yeah. If, if Steve was here, he'd probably have a bunch of ideas. I'm not good at parodies. See, I can, I can come up with them sort of on the spot. Like, I'm going to share something. But now here. that you have to. Right. I'm going to share something with you, Will. Um, about twice a day, I randomly sing a parody song to Walter about Walter. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Um, it just, it's something I do. Sometimes Jesse's like, uh, that was a good one. And sometimes she's just dead silent. Like, I wish this motherfucker would stop. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, the ta- the song. Um, and they're never like super clever. Um, you know, the song Schism by Tool. Yes. Uh, a popular one that I'll hit Walter with is, uh, I have a Walter cat and he likes to get some pets handsome cat a good old boy (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good (laughs) and you know just things but i'll tell you this it is a shame that uh steve jeff and nick weren't sharing their audio on twitch with everybody last saturday night because we came up with a banger of a parody song um Nick was like, man, I got the hot butt tonight. I mm. guess he was uh, ripping farts. So mm. that led to me and Steve singing hot butted instead of hot blooded. I'm hot butted. Check it and see. I'm squirting juice in my tidy whities. Oh, no. <laughs> and things of that nature. I heard it called the hot snakes on Parkinson Recreation. Because when you go to the bathroom, it's like you're pooping hot snakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so if I were to do, if I were to try to come up with a parody song, one for each movie, I would probably go a very similar route to Kia D, Fuck Yeah, and pick out one sort of obscure, ridiculous character. And base a song. So, like, for The Force Awakens, I would probably do, like, something about Zuvio. Constable Zuvio, because that was such a thing. Mm. Or the Hapabore's butthole that you see for half a second. You know the big creature that's drinking out of the water trough that Finn goes and drinks out of? Yeah. For just the split second, you get the a glimpse of that giant creature's balloon fucking not. chocolate balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You got me with that. <laughs> I like that one. Because it looks like a balloon when you tie into a knot. Don't be stingy, Mark. <laughs> got him. You got him. You got me. 
I'm sweating. If I was going to do one. I broke out in a sp- spontaneous sweat. You go ahead while I take a sip of this drink. <laughs> it would be something with a lot of lyrics and fast-paced delivery. Like, um, what's the Bare Naked Lady song? Three Days. <coughs> you check it to China, the Chinese. Oh, you're talking about fucking... It's been one week from the last May. Yeah, yeah. Drop the name thing. I'm sorry. Maybe that's the name of the song. But it maybe. was. I would, I would try to do the wrap up of the entire. I guess I'd do the entire saga, kind of like, uh, the uh, Anakin guy kind of does basically all of the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. I like the. I I like that it goes through the whole movie narratively. And I would like to do the same thing in my song, but, you know, in, a, in like a fast-paced delivery. Is it inappropriate to name this episode Balloon Knot? <laughs> I think it's only a pro- <laughs> It's the only thing you can name it. Like maybe throw some extra term, like Will Surprise Balloon <laughs> <laughs> Or Balloon Knots and something else. It's like a fancy restaurant. Like. Hmm. I don't know what the something else is yet, but maybe the show's not over yet. Well, if I ever make like some successful investments or win the lottery or something and find yeah. myself with like, you know, some disposable cash, I'm investing in you, my friend. You're going to have unlimited capital to open the restaurant of your dreams, but the only only stipulation is you have to call it the balloon knot balloon knots and brewskis <laughs> that's like a name for a strip joint bro <laughs> bro i know we're damn near six years into branding and i know there's brews and blasters out there and pizza and parsecs <laughs> but bro we could, we could, that could be one of our Patreon shows where we drink while we do it balloon, specifically. Balloon knot and brewskis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm going to pass out. Oh, I'm so glad you're back, buddy. It's good to be back. Um, so if I'm going. I got to try and focus here. Bring this over the finish line. If I'm going... You all right? (laughs) Jesse got you, dude. I'm too jumpy. I'm coming to make sure you're okay. I was laughing real hard at something Will said. And then I just, I didn't know you were out here because I can't see and I can't hear. I know. That's what scared me. All of a sudden, you're next to me waving at me. I was not next to you. Dude, you've been playing too much of that damn video game. Feel me. I'm sweaty. I broke out into a spontaneous sweat. I heard your terror. I screamed three times. <laughs> God damn it, man. This can't be a thing now. 
where like, Jesse surprises you. Like, I might need to cut that one out. It was an intense scream. It was. It sounded you might like give somebody a stroke. It sounded, it sounded like I was getting stabbed three times. I just thought Jesse had startled you. Like that was just my gut reaction. But then as it went on, I was like, damn, I might have to call the cops. I'm okay. I was just laughing at something Will said. Everything's fine. Fuck. It was I'm... a knee slapper. It was a table slapper. It was a table slapper. Um, so for <coughs> for episode eight, I I guess I would go with something about the side. Si- this might be a wrap on this episode. Mm. Um, the Thalassiren. You know what I'm talking about the. <laughs> The alien that Luke milks. Oh. But I wanted to be like a... You were focused on real specific, obscure things. Yeah, I like, like Kia de Mundi. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, Make it like a real slow, sensual... Like, find a good old slow, central, like, R&B jam. <laughs> um, And then for Rise of Skywalker... He's not obscure, but like Babu Frick, he seems pretty deserving of a song song parody. Babu Frick would be cool. And it could be like, uh, I don't know, like 70s metal. And the only words of the song are Babu Frick, and they're like right in the chorus. (laughs) Oh, man. That that scare like the one two punch of balloon knots and brewskis, and Jesse scaring me instantly drained my internal battery. Like you're just exhausted. Yeah, you're to go to bed. Yeah, man. I think my heart just went through too much in like a small period of time. Yeah, I think that's gonna have to be it. I'm gonna check quit trick. I might be having a stroke. <laughs> I'm going to check um, Twitter and see if there is anything. Uh, going on. No, no news from that screening. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Will, it's good to have you back, buddy good to be back man thanks for uh, making time yeah man of course um if you guys haven't already please leave us a five-star review um i don't know how much more of this podcast my heart can take (laughs) so uh you know get them in while you can and uh if you like our theme song Please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stoned Cobra. And you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. And until next week, uh, this is Hall's, uh, this has been Blue Harvest. I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>